Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Dana Workman from Haunted Highway on Sci-Fi, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Boom. This is Bill Murphy of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Fake Paranormal Files, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey everybody, this is Rex Williams, the medic from Destination Truth, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. This is True TV's haunting evidence investigator, Patrick Burns. And ghost huntress author, Marley Gibson. And you're You're listening listening to ghost host, host, Sophia Temporelli. And Michael Perry. And we're here... Hello, we're here at the Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli and Weekly 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 at LiveParanormal.com. <laughs> this is Stefan Brigatti from Pacific Coast Paranormal, and you're listening to the Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. She rocks. This is Christopher Sanders with My Ghost Story on Biography. You are listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hi, this is Professor Lloyd Auerbach, parapsychologist, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. This is author Alexandra Holzer, and you're listening to ghost host Sophia Temporelli. Hi, this is Jeff Belanger, host of 30 Odd Minutes, founder of GhostVillage.com, and author of lots of your favorite paranormal books, and you're listening to the ghost host Sophia on LiveParanormal.com. Boo! This is Nick Roth, executive producer of Ghost Adventures, the original documentary in Ghost Adventures, season 1 through 10, an executive producer of Ghost Stalkers, author of Chasing Spirits, the building of the Ghost Adventures crew, and founder of NickRothTours.com. You are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Tune in. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. Hey, everybody, this is Jeff Belanger, writer and researcher for Ghost Adventures. I'm an author, the writer, host, and producer of New England Legends, the television series, and the podcast. And I just love all things spooky, and I love that Sophia Temporelli has made it 10 years, a decade of broadcasting on LiveParanormal.com. Congratulations, that's an incredible accomplishment, and please stay spooky, Sophia. That's right. Congratulations, Sophia, on celebrating over 10 years of broadcasting here on LiveParanormal.com and History FM. You've helped a lot of people through the years, Sophia. Congratulations. Feel free to call into the show, 347-202-0316. That's 347-202-0316. To speak with the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, here on LiveParanormal.com and GhostHunting.com. So, yes, that's just added here to the site as well. So you can listen at both places, GhostHunting.com and LiveParanormal, and uh, with our guests, too, as well. Feel free to jump into the LiveParanormal.com chat room, too, as well. It only takes a second to get yourself an avatar, and you're part of the LP family. We'll be posting our guest links uh, throughout the show on the uh, uh, live feed there on uh on the uh, and also if you have uh, any questions for our guests make sure they're all capped so we can distinguish from the chatter going on in the chat room too as today we welcome two incredible renowned psychic medium 
and remote viewers Harvey Althaus and Mary Marshall. As an intuitive remote viewer, Harvey was featured on the Ghostly Voices episode of Discovery Channel's A Haunting, Spirit Phone Call episode of My Ghost Story Caught on Camera, and the Netflix original series Haunted. Mary is a psychic medium, remote viewer, lecturer, paranormal educator, paranormal investigator of over 20 years, is the author of Continuum, available at Barnes Noble and also on Amazon.com, and featured on several documentaries, including Finding Jay and The Shadow Dimensions. For Harvey and Mary's officials, visit theparanormalmd.com, hit like medical doctor. So theparanormalmd.com, mediummarymarshall.com, at Harvey Althaus, and YouTube search, too, for Harvey, just YouTube search Harvey Althaus. Uh, both Harvey and Mary will be promoting the upcoming virtual psychic paranormal medium gallery event coming up uh, Saturday, June 4th. That's going to be at 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. UK. For information and tickets for this special two-hour virtual event, visit ParanormalProtagonist.com. Actually, just go there and follow along, too, as well. ParanormalProtagonist.com for the event uh, tickets. Upcoming, we have Horsefly Chronicles uh, radio hosts, paranormal investigators Phil and Julia Siracusa. They're returning to the program on the 14th. So you don't want to miss any of these upcoming shows. So like the ghost host on LiveParanormal.com Facebook fan page to learn of the guests as we learn of them real time. We have some great guests that are uh, booking their dates uh, as we speak. Also, uh, check out the membership packages on Live Paranormal and uh, GhostHunting.com. They start as low as uh, $2.99 a month. And Rob Sarek, the site founder, he's great at rewarding audience members. So a lot of autographed books by some of your favorite paranormal authors. He's great at the giveaways here on Live Paranormal. Tonight, starting at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, be on the screen in Ghostlight Radio, as well as monthly Mondays right here at Chip Coffee of A&E's Paranormal State, Psychic Kids, and now on Kindred Spirits. He's here monthly Mondays on uh, LiveParanormal.com, as well as Ben Hansen, Amy Goodwin, David M. Roundtree, Stefan Brigatti, Andy and Michelle Coppock, Ken Gearhart, and many more on this very network. Archive shows, if you miss anything, need to toggle back. Uh, they're available as free MP4 iTunes downloads on the homepage of LiveParanormal.com. And let's bring her in here, too, also at GhostHoney.com. That's right. We're promoting that as well. Sophia, congratulations on over a decade here on Live Paranormal. Thank you. I can't believe it's been almost 11 years. Well, you're doing a fantastic job, Sophia. Great work through the years. You got all these things. You got the Instagram. You got all these uh, Twitters, things out there. Where can people find you? I'm on Instagram at Sophia Temporally and Twitter at Sophia Temporally with one L because my name's too long. Yeah, I know we cursed you with a really long name. Sorry about that, Sophia. So just drop an L basically in, in the last name, and you can find Sophia. Well, Sophia, tell us about your guest. Today we welcome two renowned psychic mediums, Harvey Althaus and Mary Marshall. As an intuitive remote viewer, Harvey was featured on the Ghostly Voices episode of A Haunting in the Netflix original series Haunted. Mary, as a psychic medium, remote viewer, lecturer, and paranormal investigator of over 20 years, is the author of Continuum, available on Amazon. Both Harvey and Mary will be promoting the upcoming virtual psychic medium gallery Saturday, June 4th, 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. UK. For more information and for tickets for this special two-hour virtual event, visit paranormalprotagonist.com. Let's welcome them into the show. And I'm interested to learn how they do that remote view, and especially virtually and with attendees and everything. So, okay, they're getting unmuted. Harvey, you're unmuted as well as Mary. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Hello. Hi. Hey, thank you both so much for coming on today. Well, thanks Thanks for for having us. Um, well, I mean, to start off, uh, do you each want to tell us a little bit about what got you started in the paranormal and how you kind of discovered you had abilities? Sure. Mary, go ahead. <laughs> um, mine is probably less complicated than yours, Harvey. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> right. Um, I think for me, um, what really, and it's interesting because I hadn't talked about it for a long time after I was in the field, I really got into the field because of having psychic medium abilities and wanted to privately test them out. 
Like what would happen mm-hmm. if it wasn't just sitting in my home or, it's, you know, out at the mall if I'm in a haunted location? And uh, that was part of it, and obviously the whole fascination with it, with the whole topic matter, and that got me started. And once I got started, it just kind of took on a life of its own, and the interest kept growing, and I started looking more to the sciences as to how the phenomena was happening rather than trying to prove it happening. It was like, we know it's happening. How is this possible? So that's pretty much my start into the paranormal in general. And how about you, Harvey? Well, well, Mary, that was great. I just learned something new about you, a couple of things. And I've known you for how long? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, uh, okay. Um, My story started when I was about four. Um, Growing up in the Midwest, um, living in, you know, old homes. And it's kind of ironic that my last name translated from German, which is Althaus, means old house in English. So it just seems like Mm -hmm. every home I've been associated with or lived in or it's always reflected my last name and unfortunately um, they had extra people living you know or you know spirits ghosts whatever you want to call them living rent free you know running amok badgering me but nobody else in my family you know and like I said mm-hmm. this, this stuff started happening until I was on four um, I grew up in a very Christian uh, household, Lutheran, and my mother, my my biological mother, she was, um, well, lack of a better term, hell-bent on, you know, driving the demons from me. Obviously, she knew that something was going on with me, you know, and as a, as a young person, I was afraid and scared to death of all that I was witnessing, and all, but, but nobody else. I mean, I could be in a room you know, with her and something's the back of her and she, she has, you know, she was not aware of it, you know, and of course I'm, was either psychotic or in her opinion, I probably was being hounded by a demon and she would go out of her way Mm -hmm. to not only morally knock it out of me, but physically knock it out of me while quoting scriptures from the Bible as she was hitting me with the Bible. Okay. Um, Mm-hmm. But I think I think what happened was, is that instead of driving me away from it, it drove me towards it. You know, because uh, she died in 1972, just unexpectedly. Um, that whole story uh, can be witnessed on uh, Haunted on Netflix, Haunted, uh, season one, episode four, Children of the Well. Uh, if anybody's interested, um, you'll get a snapshot from the years 1967 up to 1972 when my mother was still alive and you'll get kind of a picture of what I had to put up with (laughs) Um, you know for your own leisure if you want to do that kind of research but Mm -hmm. and and after serving in the Navy um, all this you know oh god it's just so much I I have you have like 50 years to listen to me (laughs) Um, so, so anyway, it's, it's been around me for, for as long as I've been around. Let's put it that way, you know, and the more I've been pushed towards it, exploring it. I mean, I started really investigating way before it was ever cool on TV. I was about 16, 17 mm-hmm. years of age, you know, uh, I had a little Casio tape recorder and a Kodak 110 pocket camera. And those, that that's what I had. You know, and uh, having oodles of abandoned farm homes, old farm homes and old prairie cemeteries and, you know, to crawl and creep through, you know, back in my uh, home state um, at my leisure. Uh, Yeah, and captured some weird things I couldn't explain. And it just intrigued me so much. Um, And I just, it's just stayed with me, you know, and the older I become, the more uh, stronger, I guess, <laughs> you know, the sensitivities, you know, as far as the paranormal is concerned, being it from, I never considered myself, you guys know, I mean, I've told you this for years, as long as I've known you, I've never considered myself a medium, you know, but 
through all these mm-hmm. readings I've done most of my life, you know, on occasion, if the if the spirit's willing, you know, communication, I can I, I give information from a past loved one to my client. It doesn't mean anything to me, but it means everything to them. You know, so it's just been lifelong, and I don't see it ending anytime soon. So that's about as nutshell as I can make it. I'm going to interject for a minute because something that Mm -hmm. you don't know, Harvey, is that we, and I recommend people check out that Netflix episode. This is where I'm going with it. Because you and I were already friends for I don't even know how long before I, and I, I always do this. I do it backwards. I become friends with the person and then find out more about them, like, you know, what's out there publicly. And then yeah. went and watched that episode and was like, holy shnikes, like, what the, I didn't know any of this about you. Well, <laughs> so it, it is a very telling um, episode. You know, that's just a small snapshot. That's just, that's like the head of the needle, you know, so to speak, head of the pen, so to speak. You know, there's so much more. I mean, volumes more. But mm-hmm. it's just uh, I go day day by day and just keep adding to it, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, but if anything, that I think, you know, and just to piggyback on what Mary was saying, I think for me personally, by me doing that Netflix, you know, has allowed me to get rid of some of that pent-up angst that I've carried with me all these years regarding that time mm-hmm. in my life. It's been, I think, very therapeutic, you know, for me. But what's weird is after that episode aired for months, people were calling me from, you name the corner. And they were like, they could, they could empathize, you know. They've had something similar or, I'm not saying everybody. Some just wanted to give me a hug, you know, um, and, and they apologize for my mother, but I've had, I've had so many people say, you know what, not exactly, but I, I, I feel you because that brought back all these memories of when I was a kid, what I was going through. And, it, and I think what it did was it helped them release some of that personal angst as well, because he said, after watching this and seeing that they weren't the only ones, they felt better, you know? So I guess it was fate that that story came out at the time it did. Definitely. Um, you know, I'm very sorry that you went through, you know, all of that trauma yeah. when you were younger, but I'm very happy that you were able to overcome it and become, you know, the amazing psychic you are today. You know, you picked up some pretty incredible stuff, you know, calling my mom while she's laying in a hospital bed, worried yeah. about her, uh, not knowing she had just gotten, you know, uh, a full hysterectomy to remove uterine cancer i mean that's pretty incredible somebody something just said i was going home from work one day and something said oh i need to call shirley don't know why but i'm going to call her and i caught her in the hospital (laughs) yeah she she had sent us home my dad and i and uh she was just trying to rest and then she gives us a call and she goes you won't believe who just called me and we're like who and she's like Harvey, he said he felt like he had to call me, and we're like, oh my god! Listen, I <laughs> can't felt, keep anything you know, from a psychic. Right. So, so like I've said, you guys know this, John. You know this, Sophie. You know this, Shirley. You know this, Mary. Even knows this. When I connect with somebody on whatever energy level that I, I connect with, it stays with me. And mm-hmm. at times when people, not even if, they didn't even have to think of me, but it's like. I'm not comparing myself to a spider with a, with a gigantic web, but that's what I feel like. You know, it's like I, I get the pulse of something, and I, it, I, I have to address it right then and there. And, and the thing is that this particular thread led directly to your mother, you know, mm-hmm. and I figured, what's it going to hurt? Just give her a call. Maybe it's just to say, hey. But <laughs> then, you know, what your mother was just uh, recuperating from. So, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was weird. Uh, that was incredible. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of friendships, too, how did you and Mary initially meet and, you know, kind of get on the topic of paranormal? Was it already a paranormal situation? Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead Mary. You, you, you tell this one. 
it, it, if I'm correct, and I think this is it, this is terrible that I don't remember exactly anymore, but, you know, you talk to people and you kind of lose track of, like, what was yep. was this the beginning? <laughs> yeah. I believe at the time I had my own radio show going on, and mm-hmm. somewhere I just came across Harvey probably on Facebook or something or LinkedIn. I don't even know. <laughs> and <laughs> that just really started it. I saw what he was doing and I just, uh, I think that's how we started. And then from there, it just kind of grew. Is that correct, Harvey? Yeah, pretty much. And there was a, there was a specific reason why you called, you know, and because you wanted to be on my show is because, you know, you had been, very fascinated with remote viewing and oh yeah yeah you had told me that um uh that you would always had thought of you know of having somebody on your show because you you know the paranormal md was everything paranormal more or less but you said you never had or knew of anybody that did remote viewing so when you ran across me and i and i think it was on facebook i really do um, you saw what I did and you contacted me and I don't know, we talked maybe 15, not even 15 minutes. You said, I'd like to have you on my show. You know? So uh, I said, oh, okay, <laughs> but, but it has been, but this is, it's been a long time, you know? Yeah. And, um, Mary and I, you know you know, I'll, I'll, go ahead. No, go I was ahead. just going to say, I always think it's fascinating that, what brings people together and some of the reasons, because at the mm-hmm. time I was not publicly voicing my own abilities and for not as in, uh, severe and terrible experiences that, that Harvey went through, but mm. because of family, because of their yep. religious beliefs and so on. And those types, you know, you hear the story over and over so many times yep. Um, I tended to keep trying to push it away, push it down, push it away. But I've always had that interest because of having the abilities in the topic matter. So I was very fascinated by the remote viewing. Um, and you have actually been one of the people who encouraged me to, you know, hey, just continue, you know, pursuing this. I- yeah, and I did. Yeah, even when, yeah, and even when you're first, when I'm first doing it, there's it's the two sides of my brain, you know, that right and left side, where the one side's going like, what, like, what, how is this possible, you know? Mm-hmm. Even if I know all the spiritual and the metaphysical and and parasite, you know, the psychological reasons of why this may be possible. It still is a fascinating process to go through. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, but yeah, you were you were you're right. I should have yeah, exactly. It was more the remote viewing at the time, um, and we've talked about it since. You know, where yep. some things I've I've now experienced where I was like, this is this is just crazy. Wow, you know, and that anybody can really do that. It's that right. is really a training. And you find that all the, you know, the government programs in, in uh, Russell Targ and all these programs that are, you know, that have been out there that Stargate, promote, yeah. Um, yeah, the remote viewing. Right. And I never had yeah. any training. <laughs> and yeah. amazing yeah. ability to have. I, well, it is, but it's also a curse sometimes. And let me explain. Mm-hmm. You would think, you, everybody would think that if somebody who could see remotely without having to leave their house, you know, to, uh, you know, distances from here to outer space or further, you know, mm-hmm. but you think they, you know, the police missing people, that'd be an advantage, you know, and then we wouldn't have these missing people or we'd get, you know, get closure for families. But it doesn't work like that for me. 
And mm-hmm. this is, and let, let me give you, let me give you uh, an example. About 15 years ago now, maybe closer to 16 or 17, uh, in Morgan Hill, which is south of me about an hour uh, by the barrier uh, here in California, there is a 15-year-old girl. Her name was Sierra Lamar. She was abducted at a uh, bus stop, you know, waiting to go to school. And she was only four blocks from her house. Um, she ended up missing uh, about a week or two after she had been missing. You know, it, it made national news and all that stuff. I was contacted by the uh, Santa, Clara, uh, Santa Clara County um, Sheriff's Department, and they mm-hmm. were desperate, you know, it, uh, going after any lead that could lead them someplace. And they had somebody in the sheriff's department that heard about what I do. Mm-hmm. So they called me and I did not know that they were out in the field that very moment. And I was talking to the sheriff and he was telling me, you know, he introduced who he was and, and you know, what he was calling for. And he said, look, he said, we're just, we're just, chasing down possible leads and if there's anything, anything at all that you could do to help us, you know, you know, I, I we, we'd really appreciate it, you know, but so he asked me a couple things and right then and there, and I started picking up this field, you know, of just being outside in the field of uh, freshly, you know, it looked like possible hay, hay or straw, but it had been cut recently because it was mm-hmm. more or less stubble. And I said, it looked like it was about 20, maybe 30 acres. Um, And I feel that for some reason, I feel that you need to be about maybe 100 feet out into it. And, um, you know, I'm looking, (laughs) it's weird because I can see directions. I look to the east, I look to the west. And when I look to the west, I can see the hills of, you know, the the coastal coastal mountains. And, And I said, it looks like there's a a road, a raised road above this field. And I said, for some reason, I see, you know, I, I see, you know, telephone wires and poles, you know, there's like eight or nine of them that goes the width of the, you know, of, uh, on the street, you know, the width of the field. And I said, nice. There's what should have been, or might be, or is a white pickup truck. Looks like a Ford. Looks like a super cab. It has black rims for the, you know, for the wheels. And it's got, it's white, and it's got very dark tinted windows, and I see pipes in the back. And that guy, he goes, mm-hmm. uh, "Where, where are you right now?" I said, "I'm in my, in my, 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 you know, South uh, South City, you know, my my home." And he says, "I said, I hope you, sir, are you lying to me?" I said, "No, this is where I am. You know, you called me. This is my home phone." And he goes, "Well, I happen to be standing in a field right now." And it was freshly mowed hay, and it was about 30 acres. He was, he was approximately, he was about 100 feet into it, and he was looking west mm-hmm. when I was talking to him, and there was a pickup truck, a white Ford Super Cab pickup truck. It was a field hand truck. They were putting in irrigation sprinkler pipes as, as, as I was speaking to him. Wow. You know, yeah, wow. So... So anyways, um, there was another gentleman, you know, he's just like, you know, they thought I was, I don't know what they thought I was doing, but they wanted to make sure that I was not lying and that I'm not there. You know, anyways, um, there was another gentleman asked me to, you know, asked to talk to me and he was from the local FBI and he said, mm-hmm. uh, well, I said, you're really good. And he said, uh, what am I holding in my hand? I said, I don't know. It looks like a bag. And he goes, what kind of bag? I said, I don't know. It looks like a, more or less like a purse, you know, but big. And he goes, mm-hmm. what's in it? And I said, I don't know. They look, they look like folded up clothes. And he just about, he goes, okay, um, where are you? I'm like, I'm telling you where I'm at. Well, there was, he said, I'm going to have to do a follow-up call with you because he was holding in his hand a bag. It was, it was a woman's purse, large purse. I didn't get the color, but it was kind of an olive green. You know, nothing mm-hmm. too fancy about it. And there was folded up clothes inside of it. 
Yeah. Wow. And it, happened to, and it happened to be, they found out later, I found out a week later that it belonged to Sarah Lamar. You know, it was her clothing. That's so what amazing. She, what she did, yeah, so anyways, but then I had a, a few other subsequent call, you know, calls. I had to talk to them again. I mean, I didn't, they, didn't, they never came here physically, but it was just all through the phone. You know, just want to make sure that, you know, mm-hmm. this is, you know, I had nothing to do with it, you know, um, because for somebody to, that has nothing to do with it knows that much, you know, and I'm trying to explain to them, I don't yeah. know how I can do this, but it, this is happening. But anyways, yeah. so they asked me about a week later to look even further, but I couldn't because it, I, I kept getting nauseous and I kept getting a splitting headache, you know, so ever since then, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't do it because it, it's emotionally and physically draining mm-hmm. on me. You know, now I can help you find some lost car keys on occasion or, and I've done that. That's a I've helped people, good skill though. <laughs> I found people, you know, I've, people lost their, lost their TV remote. I found that for them, you know, just little <laughs> things like that. I guess inanimate things, you know, but, but I even had a, uh, a person lost a wedding ring one time and, uh, they found it, you know, I, I, it was outdoors and it, it somehow it flung off the finger. And anyways, I gave them the ger- general direction to look, but, you know, they found it a few months later in the general direction, you know, where I told them to look, um, you know, but anyways, it's, it's just stuff like that. And does it work all the time like that? Is it, no, it doesn't. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'll mm-hmm. admit, you know, I've been wrong, you know, just wrong. But, uh you know, you know, go ahead. And I, I think for people like listening to, to this is that, at least in my opinion, there's a fine line between remote viewing and psychic abilities. Okay, right. they're really kind of the same, but yet it is a different process. And right. I know for me, when I started it, it helped to try to try to separate it and go for initially in your remote viewing, as you know, Harvey, of just the basics and right. writing down, you know, colors, yep. textures, yep. lines, feelings, does yep. it have mm-hmm. feelings, smells, you know, right. that type of thing. And just answering it and not trying to answer what is it that I'm looking right. at. By, right. You know, by kind of removing, doing that fine line of removal. And that was right. an important process for me because right. of having to, you know, to, to deal with it. And I know when I had originally was, I had started doing some missing cases for children. And all I got to say is God bless or just thank you to the people who do this because yes. it was so difficult for me. I um, emotionally, because you're feeling like I would feel an explosion in my, you know, chest, and it was because right. somebody had gotten shot, or Absolutely. those things, and very frustrating because these, especially, you know, anybody that's missing, and then obviously for all of us, we tend to like the children even feel more that it was so frustrating right. to me when I couldn't get something more or something more specific. And I, and I, kind of, I stopped doing that uh, for a very long time. And I just, I rarely will, pay, will do a missing person case now as a result of that. Um, I tend to use it more for like, for me, I was working um, with a, a gentleman out of the UK. He's uh, recently passed. But uh, it was a documentary. It was a World War II. So it was kind of having a, a whole completely, a, not different approach, but, you know, just feeling over it because of what I was trying to do and what I was locating or, you right. know, pieces and images and whatnot. And it was a whole different experience than trying to deal with missing person cases. Yeah, I mean, it's – I'm can imagine very tolling um to even you know go through that and experience it uh it's i don't know how investigators do it just as a normal day-to-day job but you know feeling something so powerfully the way psychics do is 
you know, on another level of intense because you sometimes can feel the emotions or, you know, the just whatever happened to them. And that is very next level and, you know, very scary. You know, that's a really good point you just brought up. It's like the people, the investigators and that are dealing with this on a daily basis. Wow. I can't, I, again, I can't I even imagine it. what they go through. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. No, I, I took a forensics class in high school and uh, they had a detective come in and show um, pictures of dead bodies. I was one oh. of the few kids to leave. There was two, me and someone else. And uh, yeah, I don't know how people in my class went through it. I asked my friend at the time, I was like, how, why were you okay with that? And she was like, well, it isn't me. And I just I don't know how people do that. I can't do it. <laughs> Wait, she said it really isn't. Too Wait, she it said isn't it me. isn't. She's... Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I guess, I understand you know, that point. It kind of has to be the mindset. Wow. It's not someone they know and they have to look at it objectively and, you know, without right. emotion. Right. I think it's got to change you too as a person mm-hmm. uh, because you have to, you have, I mean, otherwise I don't know how you could, you know, just mentally, emotionally survive a, a job like that. Uh, you have to learn how to, to somehow remove yourself. And then that has got to still, like it's still going to be somewhat haunting but yet you still have to try to remove it. How does that affect you in other aspects of your life? I mean, it's got to be pretty, pretty a lot, a lot right. to deal Absolutely. with. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I do you know, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say we have to take a quick commercial break, but we'll yep. be right back with more questions and to talk about your upcoming events. Yes, the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. And this is one example is of a show that flies by when you have great guests. Today, as we mentioned, we uh, welcome two incredible renowned psychic mediums and remote viewers, Harvey Althaus and Mary Marshall. For Harvey and Mary's officials, visit the ParanormalMD.com, MediumMaryMarshall.com, at Harvey Althaus, and YouTube uh, search Harvey Althaus. And just quickly about the event uh, for uh, – uh, Harvey and Mary, and uh, it's upcoming, the Virtual Psychic Medium Gallery. It's going to be a Saturday, June 4th, 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. UK. For information and tickets for this two-hour special, it's going to be ParanormalProtagonist.com, ParanormalProtagonist.com for all the details. It's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. We'll be right back with a late edition. Hi, this is Dustin Perry, the Paranormal Rockstar, and you're listening to The Ghost Coast with the most, Sophia Temporelli, only on LiveParanormal.com. Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.LiveParanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. This is psychic medium Erica Butterhaney, and you're listening to the Ghost Host. Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Stay parafabulous. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Not only am I Dave Schrader, but I'm Dave Schrader of Travel Channel's The Holzer Files, and you're listening to Ghost <laughs> Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. I feel left out. I wanted to throw myself into your mix of 
of voiceovers now. <laughs> I love it. You know, uh, it's almost like we didn't leave break. Yeah, trying to bring everybody back into the studio here. And as I'm unmuting, I'll start with Mary because uh, Harvey knows us pretty well. Uh, Mary and Harvey, um, is there something during the show, if maybe Sophia's voice, is there something you tell about her direction or anything of that type? Oh. <laughs> yes. I missed the question. <laughs> I didn't hear the Is there something that you sense or feel just kind of talking to Sophia for the first time, something about like her direction or anything you pick up on her? Uh, well, Harvey, you go first. You're Mr. Well, Speedy. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Speedy. My wife would beg to differ you on that. Um, so, <laughs> I don't mean that in a punny way either. Um, so, Sophia, I've known her ever since she was about, what, 12? Maybe 14? I can't I remember think how old she was like when I met her. 13, maybe? Yeah, at the at the Graber Olive Farm there in Ontario, you know, uh, during yeah. the, you know, one of the first um, paranormal conferences they had there. Um, yeah, because I was literally right across the sidewalk from you guys, literally, you know, because we were sharing, you know, sharing uh, booth space. And something, you know, I just – Something you know, I did a couple of readings and I for people and I something drew me to you, Sophia, you know, and I think I, I started talking and I just saw the, the visions of you just not only doing this, but, you know, in your beyond, you know, being mm-hmm. what did I call it? The next it girl. OK, and I mean, it, mm-hmm. you know, as a as an as a trendsetter. Okay, and you know because even though that you were so young, you were so focused in this field. It was incredible. I mean, the energy that you had then for it, and what you have now, you know, still. And like I said, it, you know, it's, it's been over what ten years that you, you've been doing this, going on eleven. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Steadfastly, you know, every single week for all that time. You know, it breaks occasionally. I get that because everybody needs them. But, Sophia, I know we've been through, you know, I've been telling you since I've known you that I see much bigger things in the paranormal for you, you know, much bigger. You know, mm-hmm. and I know some of the ups and downs, and you've had some very close closeness, you know, with, with, with that success, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it's been up and down, but I still – I mean, even now, I mean, I still feel that. And I, and I know it's not just me. You know, it's other people who I know that it's pretty much told you the same thing. You know, here we are. We're thousands of miles apart, you're these different people. But yet we all pretty much feel the same thing about you and, and, and your direction. Mm-hmm. And I still feel that at some point now that you're old enough, <laughs> you know, <laughs> You know, you know, and you know what I'm saying, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I still feel that you know your time, you know, to shine is is definitely still coming. You know, and and I feel it's gonna, you know, it's gonna not necessarily come out of the come out of the blue or come, but but I do feel mm-hmm. that it's a past contact. You know, it's just gonna say, hey. We're ready if you're ready, you know. So, I you know I feel that you know because the timing is right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, John, John and Sophia, look at what happened mm-hmm. with Destination Fear, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, yeah. That should that should be you. I'm just saying, but your time's still coming. That's what I see for you. Well, okay. I thank you for all your support through the years, too. Sophia, how mm-hmm. old were you when you started this show? Because <laughs> you look so young. <laughs> yeah, you so I was, I, <laughs> I was uh, 12 when I started my radio show, but I've been an investigator since I was eight. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Mary. I forgot this to mention awesome. that to you. <laughs> this is awesome because I'm look. I just pulled up and I'm sitting at my my computer. 
the laptop and I'm looking at the photo and I'm like, well, I'm back for you to like, she had to be like 13 when she started this thing. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. 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 See, so I here I'm gonna jump in because um, mm-hmm. I like I like wind up I'm a writer I write down because I have a horrible memory, but also because mm-hmm. I think you know other side kind of pops in on things, but um, I the first thing I wrote down was coming up and changes, and there's just gonna be mm-hmm. some changes and it's gonna be some of them are gonna be this year but it's gonna start navigating you to the place that. Um, Harvey is probably referring to as well, and that it is almost, I, I started, I initially had picked up like really towards more the end of the year, but this really could mm-hmm. be even like in September, I'll say, but we'll just say the last quarter, you know, towards the end of the year, mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be a significant change and opportunity, and that this I don't know how to quite describe this. You're gonna and you're probably and because of the choice of words gonna be like, What? When I say like Empire But what I mean mm-hmm. is that I'm seeing a just that like it's it's more than one venue where things mm-hmm. are gonna start like something's gonna happen that's gonna help kick this off, but it is gonna be like a multi there's multimedia aspects to what you're do, going to be doing. Um, I don't know what you do if there's anything else that you do be, besides this now. So, but it's almost <laughs> because. I, and here's the thing: part of this is, I think, to be quite honest, is that combination of you are hitting a prime age. Um, you're very mm-hmm. marketable, and so it's this whole kind of social media aspect that's going to play mm. into that as well because um, I was like wrote social media manager like you're I don't know if you have one but if you should uh, you're going to if you don't um, you know that mm-hmm. type of thing but it's going to be multi media so just keep doing it I I'm in I'm in awe of you so I think it's wonderful that you have stuck with it this long oh, from that you. age is an I'm, amazing, <laughs> right? Com- the commitment to it, to the passion you obviously feel for it all. Definitely, and you know, thank you both too. You know, for coming on today, and everyone, if you liked what you just heard from Mary and Harvey, well, you're definitely going to love their upcoming event. So, Harvey and Mary, can you please tell everyone about it? I know we're supposed to talk about it more, but you know, it's it's always so great, you know, getting to talk with both of you and the hour flies by. Yep. So go um, ahead, go ahead, Mary. Well, I'll just, you know, uh, what I'll do it a little bit and then you can follow up, which is okay. just that, Sounds you good. know, we have known each other and we had, we're trying to, uh, uh, you know, in all honesty to get together initially for in-person type of gallery right. events, mm-hmm. but we're almost, I'm in the Midwest. She's on the West coast. It, it just is logistics and, all that just become difficult. And then with the way the world has changed over the last few years with the use of virtual and Zoom and all the meet, you know, everything like that, uh, you know, we, Harvey just came back and says, you know, hey, we're having a hard, you know, difficult time with this part. Why don't we just do a virtual gallery? And I'm like, yeah, this, mm-hmm. is, this is it. This is where everything is at anyway. I was yep. one of those early on. I kind of dragged my heels on it, but now – you know, I'm like all for it. I do my classes, Zoom. I teach the class. Everything I do is on Zoom now. Right. Um, so yeah, we were just we're just really excited to kind of be able to try to work to work together to get you know to put this out there for people, and they can be anywhere. They could, you know if you're in the UK, you're West Coast, East Coast of the states, what it doesn't matter, and this makes it accessible for everybody. So this is. You know, besides just working with Harvey, is exciting to me for that reason. Yeah, Harvey, so, definitely. So, yeah, and and pretty much how it's going to work is this. You know, let, let's face it. You know, the Chip Coffees of the world, the Darren Browns, the you know, uh, whoever. You know, when they when they pack those stadiums, you know, they're two hundred plus people. 
and only just very few people actually get a reading. I mean, but it's the energy that people go in there, you know, and they just more or less, even, even if all they are just a, an observer, you know, watching what's going on, um, mm-hmm. they still take something away, you know, you know from, from the program that they're watching. Now, on this intimate, right. you know, the Zoom, uh, Zoom uh, thing that we're going to be doing is uh, we'll have much less people. But the effect yeah. of people will be will, – will educate them. And uh, hopefully we'll be able – we're going to try to connect with, you know, as many people as possible, you know. And, you know, there'll, there'll be shorter, shorter readings. But what I, what I really intrigued – well, actually <laughs> – let me slow down. My head's racing. What intrigued me about mm-hmm. doing this with Mary when she, you know, when she first approached me about this, you know, I had been thinking about, and I had been asked by other psychics too, to do kind of like a tandem, you know, uh, reading for people. And I, and I've done it before, you know, uh, with uh, my buddy Rick Wade and it worked pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I just was like, you know what? I'm just wondering if a male energy combined with a female energy, you know, doing this would work better. You know, That's a allow... good point because I've done tandem, yeah. but it's done with other female. I've never done a tandem with a male. Right. Um, you so know, with that, That's yeah, with that being said, you know, and we're going to be doing whatever the readings that they want, but I have a feeling, Mary, and I'm just saying to you right now, live on air with everybody. I'm just wondering if it's a combination between the male and the female energy in the room working in tandem will allow more spirits to come forward. You know, you might, yeah, you might I think interact, you're right. You know, you might, they might be a little bit more, if it's a female one, they might be a little more, you know, comfortable acting with you and vice versa or vice versa. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. so it's going to be an experiment. You know, but, but yeah. you know, for, for what people are going, you know, or what they're going to do is um, hopefully it's going to give them a, newer perspective as to the, you know, as to the whole psychic world or, I mean, we're not asking anybody, you know, we're not asking anybody to change religions or anything. It's, you know, that's up to them. Mm-hmm. But, but what I feel this, this is going to do, this is going to open up their minds a tad bit, you know, to, of, of the, of the, of the possibilities of a lot of stuff that is still just unknown. And to Mary's point, when she was talking about, you know, like she said, she teaches this stuff, you know, and she mm-hmm. went more of the science route. But there is no scientific explanation as to why any of this stuff, what I do, what she does, what any psychic, you know, has the ability to do, why it works or how it works but or where, to, where does that come from? It is the most studied. But it is yeah. the most studied scientifically. And the reason, yes. and I mean like truly scientifically, using the scientific method. Because most phenomena, it's random. You can't, you know, it's like trying to put lightning in a bottle. But you can yeah. take a psychic mm-hmm. medium and put them in a lab and repeat the process, you know, experiment exactly as it should be right. over and over. And so the line, the line one of the, yeah. Right. So it is one of the most studied and documented phenomena, believe it or not, with all the ghost shows out there. But psychic right. mediumship is really the most uh, scientifically studied. Right. And, and just the, you know, sidebar, you know, back in the 1850s, uh, spiritualism or the spiritualist movement started with the Fox sisters mm-hmm. right here and, you know, right here in the U- were... U.S. of A. Gosh, huh? I must be psychic Harvey. I knew you were going to, I don't know why, but I'm like, I knew you were going to say this for some odd reason. <laughs> so, okay. So, so, but, but I just want to give people a history about it. You know, why it's so prevalent even to this day, maybe, maybe not as much. But it started here with the Fox sisters. They were, a, they lived in New England, rural New England, and they had this knack of, you know, first they thought their house was haunted, and then they could communicate with them, and they become national sensations, and then people want to come talk to them. They're, you know, they, they can talk to dead, and, you know, people want to hear from their, their, their past loved ones. But who really took it forward was the British over in England. Sir mm-hmm. Arthur Conan yeah. Doyle, you know, the famous playwright who wrote Sherlock Holmes, you know, series. He really took it to heart. Him and his wife, his wife was, oh, I can't remember her name. Last name's Doyle, obviously, but she was huge in the spiritualist movement over there. And to this day, they still have mm-hmm. spiritualist churches. 
you know, you go in and it's, it's not a preacher. It's whoever feels moved by spirit to communicate is the ones that will conduct the services, you know, but, but like I always say, kiddingly, I always say, well, if the spirit's willing, you know, they might contact, not that it happens all the time, you know, but if it presses, like sometimes it'll bother me so much, I'll just stop my regular reading and say, you know what, I don't know where this is coming from, but I have to say this or I have to mention that. And they're like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, that's my grandfather. You know, it means nothing to me, but it means everything to my client, you know. So, so you know, but I feel, though, that this combination with Mary and myself, even though that we're, you know, distance, you know, see, to me, it doesn't matter distance-wise. You know, it, it never has. You know, I, yeah. I have this remote viewing, whatever you want to call it, but I, I, I somehow can connect with that person no matter where they're at. You know, and it's kind of like it's kind of like they become my antenna. I'm 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 the radio wave, and I'm searching for that antenna, and I grab it. You know, and then it sucks me into the environment where they're at. That's why I can you know describe things. It must be because I'm seeing through their eyes. I I don't know. I know that sounds weird, but um, that's how it works for me. But as far as, you it know, just sounds creepy, Harvey. It just sounds creepy. Well, there's going to be a hard close to the show. It's, it's the virtual yeah. psychic medium gallery. It's going to be Saturday, June 4th, 4 PM Eastern and a, a two hour event. And will you guys be remote viewing too, as well? You know, uh, whatever, whatever, you know, happens. If some, if there's a, if somebody has a need for that, you know, I don't see why not. Huh. Right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I agree yeah. The with site that. is a paranormal. I mean, oh, go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Oh, the the website for all the information, tickets, uh, paranormalprotagonist.com. That's paranormalprotagonist.com. Yeah, it's going to be amazing, guys. Yeah. Well, I hope and you know whoever can I, make it. I'm just going to add. I want right. to add in when you get there, go to the events and page on there because that will be helpful. Uh, for people, is go to the events lecture psychic gallery read. Click on that. You go down, and then of course you'll come across where and how to book the the tickets for this event. Well, wow, congratulations! Well, thank you guys thank so you much for coming on today. Uh, it's going to be an amazing event, and uh, yeah, my mom says hi to you both. Hi, Shirley. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys. Again, thank you so much for having us on your show today. And, Sophia, you know, my heart is always there, you know, for your success, your growth, you know, and, you know, and I always, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, you guys are more, it's like your family, you know, ever since I've known you. I think that's why I got such a strong connection, you know. But, uh, yeah. Thank you, Harvey and You you betcha. Thank Thank you. you. And, um all right, well, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Fantastic Bye. show today, Sophia. Definitely. Harvey and Mary were such great guests. Uh, the show definitely will not be possible without all of you listeners, and I will talk to you guys again next week. Bye. Yeah, and as Mary said, to uh, paranormalprotagonist.com. That's paranormalprotagonist.com. Great show, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Hi, this is Debbie at Sion Ghost Adventures. You're listening to The Ghost Host with your host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.